Hello, welcome to Heard and Healed Podcast. I am your host, Nathisha Brooks, where I am here to help you heal. There's a saying we like to say, it says, I believe in myself, I believe in my abilities. Fear is where it stops, healing is where it starts. How y'all doing? If you don't know, you can come look at me on YouTube. If you type in Heard and Healed Podcast, you'll see me here, girl, in my purple. I done changed the scene up, okay? If you don't want to look at me, I am on visual or audio platforms. Think of um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you check the description box, I'm on a lot of different hosting sites for my podcast, so you can listen to me too. But if you want to see me, girl, come on over to YouTube. How are y'all doing? Oh my God, it's been a month. It's been a month since I've dropped the episode. And oh man, so much has happened. This podcast, I'm going to spend some time just updating you guys on what it's been like um, being single. I think that's something that we really got to talk about. Before I get into that, I want you guys to know if you are watching me, things look different. I done set my scene up, girl. Um, I got purple lights and my purple hair because y'all know that's the brand color for Her to Heal podcast. My plans for this brand is to introduce other people and have other people on the podcast. So this is kind of cool. I've re that was a part of, you know, why I went away too. I will talk about that, but, um, if you haven't already, please go rate my podcast please go to apple podcast and leave me a rating and review i would love that so let's get into the show why where have i been first of all i hope that you guys are doing okay i'm gonna be honest i missed the heck out of my daggone podcast like i missed it i missed y'all why did i leave though and i had to take a quick break because so much was happening. So, okay, my viewers who already know, right, you guys know that I have been going through some things as far as ending a relationship that just ended really, really bad. So unexpected. Um, heartbreak, heartbreak, heartbreak. Um, and for you guys are new, yes, I was in a relationship for a long time, ended it. Um, came on my podcast and just kind of talk, started talking about how I was healing, how I wanted to heal and just put myself first. And this podcast is all about self exploration. We talk about a lot of things that's just real. Um, and we really tap into our emotions and our intuition and just how we use our head. Like, listen, this podcast is all about developing and loving who you are. So that's what we've talked about here. It's been six months, y'all, that I have been a single girl. Like, six months, sis. Now, listen, I am going to talk about this because, you know, I'm in such a big transition in my life. And one of the things that you guys, my viewers, really value about me is that I'm very relatable. And I like to use my relatability and bring it online and talk about it in a raw and authentic way because that's how I connect to my viewers. Let's talk about why I left or why I took a break. Y'all, naturally, I am a girl that whenever I go through things, I am always getting through them. And I'm just kind of like, go, 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 you know? And when I went through ending or closing out a chapter, my brain was on this type of wave. It was like, okay, don't let this defeat you, right? Like, don't let this put you down. God is closing the door, but opening up many more doors for you. So let's keep it moving. Let's, let's get your head back in the game, right? But then I also was like, my heart is so broken. 
how could this have happened to me? How could this, you know, have ended this way? What, I mean, it, it, it was that. So over the last six months, you know, I'm dealing with how do I pick my life back up and move on, but how do I also mourn that past chapter of my life? And, you know, it's two different extremes. On one moment, I'm like, girl, let's go. Like, let's keep it going. And the other moment, I'm like, no, sit down and really master your emotions. Like, tap into how you feel. That was hard to do. Honestly, <laughs> that was so hard to do, but I needed the time. What I noticed was that I was not giving myself enough time and I knew that because a chapter of my life had closed and I'm walking into a new season I am becoming a new person like I'm single <laughs> what does that look like you know as a single girl, your life is different and I have not been able to relate to my followers in this way in a long time. So this is a good topic for the podcast because I know I have a lot of single viewers, right? I had came out of a five year relationship. Prior to that, I was in a relationship for three years. Okay. So I haven't been single in a long time. <laughs> like I have always been in a relationship. So when that ended, life was just different. It was just like, okay, <laughs> I have my home here. I have my car. I have my family. I have my job, right? But now what do you do with yourself? Like, who are you? I was still trying to show up on my social media pages, Instagram, YouTube, showing you guys, you know, like, the positive side of my life and how I'm pushing forward, still dropping gems, you know, still talking the real stuff. But a part of me felt like I was being so inauthentic. And let's talk about why. When I had ended my previous relationship, I had brought a level of vulnerability online that I've never done before. If you guys have been with me for a long time and for my new viewers, never ever talk about my relationships if you guys see me with someone I may introduce them right but I never really talk about when they end I don't if they end I just kind of say me and that person is not together and we're gonna keep it moving only because um I just kind of like to just 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 keep it at that we ain't got to do none of that right and I've learned too that some business you got to separate from social media like I'm private girl so although you guys know a lot about me there's a lot of things that I just kind of keep private and that's that's that boundary with social media well six months ago shit <laughs> I exposed a major part of my life a major part of my heartbreak and I showed a lot of my vulnerable emotions like y'all seen me cry before but I ain't never cried over a heartbreak I ain't never cried over a betrayal I ain't never cried over that and that was so bad like it hurt me so bad me even being vulnerable in that was really scary I remember telling my my followers like listen I'm gonna talk about something and I'm gonna be really guarded in my emotions because I ain't I ain't ah there's something I don't really want to touch anywho sometimes I forget the influence that I have let me not say that I have a lot of followers and these are just numbers. I don't know the people or the faces behind these numbers. I don't know who watches my videos. I can't tell you. The only people that I know who watch my videos is the people that make it known to me. Slide in my DMs, you know, the people that send me a little message. I know that. But 
there's thousands of people who watch my video. So six months ago or five months ago when I had posted a video about me being betrayed, you know, over 3,000, 4,000 people seen that. But that was my rawest emotion that was seen on a lot of people's screens, right? And because so many people watched it, one thing about social media is that you don't really know who has your best intentions, you know. I know my people who have been there from the start, who love to hear me come talk and love to see what's happening in my life, right? But then you got some people who just here for the drama, you know, just here to see what's teasers. And when I put that video out there, you know, there were some people who thrived off the drama from it and my life ain't damn dramatic you know like my life ain't no damn drama and because I saw that some people was taking what I said and taking it back and you know to certain people it, it, it became really messy it made me guard my emotions because now too many people see how I feel but too many people who ain't even got the best intentions for me see how I feel and shit going on behind the scenes and I don't really like it so showing up online, not only am I a single girl, I don't even know how to show up and show my emotions online because this shit done hit so deep for me and you got people trying to play in my face about it and I ain't like that. So I knew that I got to take a step back. Like I really got to sit down and I really got to focus on me and focus on who I'm becoming and what I want and really explore myself. And I could not do that online. Like, I just couldn't. I came and talked to you guys in one of my past podcasts that I am in a different chapter in my life. When you guys go through relationships and they end, a new you is starting to form. Can't speak and say that's for everybody, but people who really self-reflect, you know, like a new you. The goal is when you end relationships, you gotta really focus on what happened. Why did it end? You know, what went wrong? What went good? What do you want to learn from this? And how do you be a better person, right? For the next partner. So when that relationship ended, I had to sit down and really recognize that, and this was an abrupt ending, you know, this shit ended, you know, I, it was just real abrupt, real after the way it ended. So you go from me thinking like, all right, I'm set in my eye, I, I ain't in these streets no more, you know, like, although we going through things, I am going, we're going to figure it out, but this is my person to, girl, <laughs> You single. This ain't your damn person. <laughs> that door has come. This is the door that you're in now. That's a whole like reality switch. And I didn't. I, I understood the magnitude. But I didn't really know the magnitude. Because. Part of my identity. Died or closed. When that. When that. That cycle closed. And it was supposed to be that way. But that was hard for me because I'm like, who am I now? What do I talk about now? How do I show up now? Like, who am I? Six months later, I am in a period of self-discovery. I'm really a different girl. <laughs> I'm still the same girl that you guys love, you know, right? I still have all those, 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 those quirks and things like that. But I really had to sit back and say, you are single. 
And I don't know what the single life looked like. I don't know Nathisha as a single girl. I'm learning so much about me as a single girl, right? So what's the word I'm looking for? Transformation. I am in such a period of transformation that I've really had to take time out and figure out how you going to live life now. You know, like you're a single. This is what life looks like for you as a single woman or now, Nathisha now, not only am I single though, I things that I've always valued and I always loved, I'm able to do those things a little bit more. Y'all know I value my family, I value my friends, I value having a good time, just the community of the people I love. I spend a lot of time with my family and friends. Now people can say, well that's because you're single. I don't know. <laughs> that could be, but it's also because I'm walking into who I am, right? Walking into really filling a role of who I've always wanted to become. And I noticed that I'm able to do that shit when I'm single. Man, you don't really pay attention to how much you lose your identity when you are involved in a relationship. I was one of them type of girls and what I learned in my last relationship was that it was very codependent. And speaking on myself, I was very codependent. My identity became the identity of us, the relationship. And when that shut fell apart, I fell apart. And I realized that I had placed all of my value and in my worth and who I am into that relationship. So when it ended, I'm like, damn, I don't. I guess I'm no good. Who I don't even know who I I don't know what I value anymore. That's dangerous as shit. Have you ever been there before? Have you ever loved so deeply or committed yourself so deeply to someone that you have lost sight of who you are? Either whether you was in the relationship or relationship ended. I know somebody can. I know somebody's going to relate. Girl, I was just like, who am I now? What do I want? What do I like? And that was just a period of reflecting, like, now I got to figure out, (laughs) who am I? So I went into this isolation period. I'm learning something about myself, too. I tell people I am an extroverted learner. I'm a very extra learner, loner. I'm a very extroverted girl. I get along with so many people. My personality is bright. I love it, right? But I also like to be alone. (laughs) Like, I also like my alone time. And now I value my alone time so much because I get to think. I get to really understand. I, I Spending that time alone, it's like the chaos has kind of quieted down. And when I'm alone, I really do get to think and I really get to tap in more onto who I am. It's something I value. Like, I never knew how much I valued my alone time because I never really had that time. You know, one of the things that I've learned, too, is that sometimes things have to happen for you to wake up. And God, my the ending of my past relationship was just kind of like for me to just wake up and realize who I am. Who, what I value about myself, things that I need to work on, you know, like my flaws, my strengths, all of that. Like I tell y'all all the time, you have to take a moment where you self-reflect. You do because every day in life you are growing, right? Every day in life, more specifically, 
me dealing with a damn broken heart, I really had to self-reflect. And I really, I was not in the position of like, let me blame this person and blame that person. I'm not that girl. Shit. If I effed up on something, I'm going to be the first person to blame myself on it. So taking this time to kind of isolate, it gave me time to realize, okay, this is what I like in a person. This is what I don't like in a person. This is how I would want my relationship to go. This is how my relationship did go. This is why I probably failed. This is what I could do better. This is what I could do less of. It was that, right? But watch this. Because I have been in a relationship for such a long time, right? I was used to having some around, somebody around. So I'm sitting here five, four months in, you know, five months in, just kind of exploring what's out there. Not really liking what's out there. And it was like, why ain't this shit working? And I really had to have a sit-down moment with myself. Like, are you stupid or what? Like... Why are you trying to jump out there so fast? Like, why are you trying? What are you doing? I really had to reflect on this. Like, what's going on? You know, like, and I had to realize it was because I was so comfortable with attaching to something else because it was like, well, I'm a, I like being in love. I like when I'm in love. I feel like I'm a better person. I, I, hell no. When I was realizing that my identity was revolved around the relationship I was in, oh girl, I was like, oh no, you you really got to take some time to really pull back. I'm six months into being single and I have recognized that this period of my life is literally for me to transform into who I am as a woman, as an adult. Do you hear what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to be isolated to figure out who you are. A lot of times we like to get in these relationships and have these relationships form our identity. Listen, sweetie, and I, I, I want every woman who's single to hear me out. Stabilize yourself first. Create your own goddamn table first before you go look for a man or a woman Make sure your table is set. Girl, make sure financially you straight. Make sure you got your goals going. Make sure you understand your values. Make sure you got your own hobbies. Make sure you are set before you want to go and go to somebody else's table. Right now, girl, I am really taking the time to figure out me and what I want and learn more about me. And this was needed because I didn't know much about myself. I knew who I was, but this period is like, bitch, this is really who you are? Like, damn, you lit. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let's talk about hobbies, right? When I was young, I used to enjoy reading books, really. I, and as I grow, grew older, I stopped reading or whatever. Girl, I have a good old time in Barnes and Nobles, picking up my books and going to the sections I'm interested in and sitting on my couch and reading my books. It's just like, wow, so you're a reader. And it took me a long time to say, like, are you doing this because you're single and lonely and you just don't have nothing else to occupy your time? Or are you doing this because it's something you enjoy? Even during my transformation period, that was a question I had to ask myself. That's a real ass question. Because I noticed that when I when you are single, you got a lot of time on your hands. You do. And sometimes we do things to fill in those times. But for me, my goal is, nah, 
I am establishing myself and establishing my own hobbies. So when I get with my partner, I don't eliminate these things that once brought me happiness and I identify with, with what's going to make us happy. No, I've done that before. I don't want to lose myself anymore. So right now I'm establishing all the things I love to do, girl. Like, I love hanging with my friends. I learned something like this. You know, I love smell good. I didn't really know that I was a girl that loves smell goods. I don't. I go out a lot, and I make sure I smell nice. But I'm really intentional now about what I smell like. When somebody give me a hug, it's like, damn, you smell clean. Thanks. Like, oh, this is sexy. Thanks. You know, I didn't know that that was something I like. Right. So. Here I am engaging and doing things that I like because, again, I'm setting my own table. So, during this time, I had to pull away from social media because I had to realize and accept that you are a single woman in a new chapter of your life. And this chapter is all about transformation. And maybe that can help some of you guys who are single. Maybe a relationship of yours ended abrupt abruptly or maybe you guys knew it was going to end. And maybe you feel like you want somebody or it's hard getting over this breakup or whatever. Girl, use this time to figure out you. Use this time to explore you. Use this time to have fun with you. Honestly, truly. My mind right now, and I know, I know what I want. I want stability. I want a husband. I want a baby. I want marriage. I want all of that, right? I want all of that. Those things are going to come. I promise you. Y'all know whatever I ask for, God give it to me. I'm just that. I'm, I'm just. I'm highly ranked in the spiritual realm. I'm going to tell you that right now. God gives it to me. That will come. But I know right now, God's job for me is to say, hey, set Nathisha's table up. Focus solely on Nathisha. Get Nathisha straight. And that's why I am. And it's a beautiful thing. Let's talk a little bit, girl. As a single girl... This is weird. <laughs> it's nice. Okay. I got the juice, right? I got the juice. I never not I never doubted that I wouldn't have the juice, but for a minute it took me a minute to realize that damn, I got the juice because I was operating as if I was still in a relationship. So when niggas would come to me and try to talk to me, I'm like, uh-uh. Nah, I'm good. Or I was operating as if, nope, I don't trust that this nigga about to waste my time. Nope. I was real guarded, you know. And in some ways, I still am guarded. We're going to talk about that. But I noticed that I got the juice. But this is what I'm noticing, too. I attract a lot of older guys. And when I say older guys, I'm tw I'll be 28 next week. March 23rd is my birthday, guys. So I'll be 28. I'm 27 right now. When I say older guys, I attract guys in their late 30s, they late 40s. Like, I am attracting older guys. Now, let me tell you something, sis. I don't like it. I'd be like, why the fuck these, excuse me, why these old men keep coming to me, right? A lot of them be attractive. I ain't like that. Like, I'm a young girl. Like, what is, am I old? I'm sorry, y'all. My video, my camera keeps cutting off. But um, I had to realize that I wasn't. I'm not. It's, it's. What am I trying to say? I was attracting a lot of guys, not because I'm an old girl, but my mind, my intellect, right? Like, most older men are attracted to it. But not only that, I'm this type of girl. I'm learning, I'm learning what type of girl I am, especially single, right? I've always been this girl, but now as an adult, I really see it. When guys come talk to me, girl, I'm not shy. And I very much so am direct and assertive. So if a guy come up to me, he like, what's up? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? You can see the confidence automatically. You can see it. What I have noticed 
and younger guys, it's kind of off-putting, like, okay. You know, I don't know what they're looking for. Are they looking for this sweet, you know, <laughs> kind of passive girl? Well, I don't know. And when they talk to me, you can hear, like, okay, this girl, <laughs> shit, she's, I, they can tell the difference. I noticed that older guys, they find it very attractive, though. Like, damn, she's confident. She can hold a conversation. And this is something I'm learning as a single woman. I'm not against it, you know, but... It did for a minute make me a little self-conscious. Like, why are these older men? Like, what is this about? You know? And there's been older guys that come my way. And I'm like, no, nigga, you too old. Like, <laughs> I got a cap, okay? Like, we, we ain't doing that, right? My mother has always told me, Nathisha, you're going to be with somebody older. I'm going to tell you. She used to tell me that when I was young. She said, you're going to be with somebody older. I can tell you that right now. And now, as a single woman, I see it. I really do. Younger guys just... I, this one guy told me I'm too established for him. At my at my age, I'm too established. I'm like, well, god damn. But that brings me to something else. I am not only transforming, but a part of that is recognizing my value. Now, let's talk a little bit about that, right? Y'all gonna hear my neighbors upstairs. That's a little annoying, but we'll talk through it. Let's talk about recognizing my value. I'm a go-getter. I'm absolutely smart. I'm super intelligent. I'm personable. I take care of my home. I cook. I clean. I'm all of that. I'm funny. I'm nice. My money look good. I got a good job. I am educated. I never related to this. You ever see them reality shows or you hear these Black women celebrities talk about how they're so established in life, but they can't find a man that either matches that or near that, and they're single. I am really in that bracket. You know, and I want you guys to know that, too, for the women that's out there that's single. Let's look at your, your education alone puts you into another bracket. If you are walking around, and I'll talk to my black women with a master's degree, you've already moved to another tier. You know, you've already moved to another tier of women of, of a woman. This is when I say recognizing your value. I am very picky as a single girl. And for a minute, I was really like, uh-uh, Nathisha, humble yourself. Like, you ain't no better than nobody, right? And it wasn't that I thought I was better than somebody, but I'm going to be honest. And somebody got to say it. You are better than somebody. Facts, right? It wasn't that, but it was just like I have to recognize my own value and what I allow in my space. And who I allow to even get my number to talk to me because I'm a very valuable girl. You know, and... Okay, my education really sets me off, right? Like... But I'm a professional too, right? Like, I am in the cat. I'm a professional black woman, you know. <laughs> I have a license. I have a degree, two degrees, you know. I have a job, a career. Like, I'm on my own. I have all this at 27. At 27. I'm very much so established. So, I notice as a single woman, I'm very picky on who I give my time and my attention to. And I'm very intentional about that. Like, I'm not playing. Your appearance means everything to me. You can't just walk up to me. What? Uh-uh. <laughs> and you know, somebody may say that's shallow. Hey, you move how you want to move. I'm not a shallow bitch. Excuse me, I'm not a shallow girl. I just know my value. So I'm not 
entertaining any and everything that come my way. See, I learned from that. That was a lesson I needed to learn. You know, as I grew up, I was, anybody came my way, I was giving it, you know, just, just giving it my attention. But that's because I didn't know my worth. Now, though, during this period of transformation, God got me here for a reason. I real life am recognizing my worth. I real life am recognizing what I bring to the table. And I bring a lot. You know, like I really do. And I want you to self-reflect and figure out what you bring to the table. And if you feel like you don't bring enough, girl, step it up. Step it up. Seriously, step it up in whichever way, because at the end of the day, I want you to know as a woman, you have so much value at the the very basic level. But this is the highest level. You have a vagina. You are the only creature in the world that can produce a whole human. That's a lot of value in itself. So you got that. And on other things to a girl, you better recognize your value. So. As a single woman, I'm noticing that I attract older guys. I'm very confident. You know, people see me and they are either, they can tell. When people are in my presence, especially men, they can tell like, oh, this bitch ain't playing. You know, like, she, she bought something. At first, I was just like, ugh. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a city girl. I'm outside. And it's like, no, you're a city girl. You outside. You ain't too serious. But... You are a classy woman. Girl, I was in a club the other day, or not the other day, a couple weeks ago, right? I'm in a club, girl. I'm, I'm, I'm looking good. I got my drink in my hand, and I'm just whatever. This girl and her boyfriend walks up, and the girl says, hi, how you doing? I'm like, hey, you know, this, this is me, just responding. She says to me, oh, you're one of them classy ones. I say, excuse me? Have fun. We're at the club. I said, Excuse me? Like, bitch, did you really just tell me? Because I'm not here twerking with you, I'm, you one of them classy ones. She's like, I came here to have fun. Then you go goddamn have fun. Why did you feel so drawn to me? You know what I mean? Like, that kind of blew me. You know, I also, during this time too, I had to realize, like, am I fun? I'm a fun girl. My friends tell me I'm very fun. Very fun. People in my past tried to tell me I was not fun. And I've really dealt with that for a long time. Because I'm like, am I really not fun? I always thought I was a fun girl. When you get single, when you get by yourself, you got to undo all them things that people told you. It gives you time to really think clearly about it. I'm a fun girl. I'm very fun. That girl walked up to me because I said, hey, you know, I'm dancing. But because I ain't pop blocking on the damn wall, you telling me I'm, I'm, oh, you're a classy girl. Indeed I am. Ain't nothing wrong with being a classy girl. Ain't not. I'm one of them. But also, what I'm learning too, being single, I'm not necessarily feminine. And this is something that I'm learning. You know, I read something online like you can't really learn to be feminine. You either got it or you don't. I agree with that, but I also learn, I'm learning that I can tap more to my femininity some. When I say femininity, I have my own idea of what I feel like a feminine woman is. And it could be wrong according to your idea. I don't really know if there's a solid definition of it. But feminine girls to me are a bit more passive. Um, nails done. Um, they just real, just girly. You know, real kind of like... They wear ankle bracelets or I don't know. A feminine girl to me is just like she wears body sprays getting out the car. 
I, I can't real sweet, real kind of like submissive. That's what I think of when I think of a feminine woman. I'm not any of that. You know, like, I like getting my nails done, but I like when my nails are not done. Like, I like my natural nails. I like when my hands are just like this, right? A feminine girls, they get waxes, you know, Brazilian. They, they do all these things, right? And in my mind, it's like, it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're feminine. It could be just exploring another level of self-care and luxury should I say that way but also it was just like Nathisha you have to learn to to be a little bit more submissive you know I feel like every woman has some type of they can submit in some way but I don't submit to everybody I'm just not that I'm a very strong woman but I feel like if I met the right person I very much so would know how to submit. So I'm I'm learning, you know, a little bit on how to tap more into my femininity, which is something that I'm just learning at 27. To me, I feel like that's a good age to be learning that. But I'm transforming and it's beautiful. You remember I told you on my last, I think my last podcast or so, it was just like I'm becoming a person that I really don't even know, right? Like maybe she's always been there, maybe she has not, but I had to realize it's all a part of growth. Like when you grow and you change, it's unfamiliar. You just adjust and adapt to what's happening. So if anybody who's relating to me, right, like, Maybe you are growing, maybe you are healing, and it is unfamiliar, but you become who you want to become. And right now, this period of my life is me focusing on me, solidifying me. I spend so much time, guys, solidifying everybody else around me that I just don't have the energy. I owe it to myself to solidify me, become me. So that's what I'm doing. When I, it's been six months of me just in this transformational period and you remember I told you guys I had, um, pulled back on social media. I didn't know how to show up online. I just didn't know what it looked like. I'm very active on Instagram. If you go to my Instagram page at Nini Tanay, I've revamped it. You know, I am now the relatable queen, which for years people have told me you are so relatable. So my Instagram page is all about me exploring who I am and me loving who I am and me just kind of being very open and honest on my Instagram page. Oh my God, my engagement has shot up simply because of this, this way that I have found, right? But it's so authentic. One of the issues I was having on my Instagram page was talking about what was really happening in my life behind the scenes. As I told you guys, I was very guarded since that last situation. It was kind of like, what do I say online? What do I not say online? Part of the reasons because I was protecting a lot of people, but another reason is because I didn't want to be drama. I didn't want, you know, I didn't want any drama. You know, females are messy and recognize this and I've never been you know with a female and you know never had other females join me because I I am in a same-sex relationship so this is weird you know like I'm a very mature girl you know I hand, I try to handle situations as maturely as I can but sometimes when you are around immature people you know it it's nothing you can really do about that. So showing up online and really talking about what I'm going through, that's how I built my platform, being relatable, being authentic, and talking about the shit that I'm going through and how I'm getting through it. 
I kind of zip my lips. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. When I went to go talk about something, I, I be quiet. Don't talk about that. When have I ever told myself, be quiet, don't talk about that? It's a greater message I'm trying to send across. So, even now, it's hard for me to say, what do I want to talk about without me making certain people of relevance? You know, and I have to tell myself, like, girl, <laughs> five years is a long time. And five years is a lot of experiences and memories that, you know, you going to have to talk about because it was a part of your life. And now is not the time to shut yourself up. Let me tell y'all something real quick. And this is something that don't nobody really know. And I don't mind talking to you guys about this because I'm an honest person. Do you remember, and for my viewers who have been here for a long time, for my new viewers, I want you to just listen. On my platform, I've always, I'm a foster child. I am adopted, though. I've always talked about my foster care experiences, but even further, I've always talked about my biological family. Not always, but I've had a series where I've talked about and, and brought insight on the relationships with my biological mom, dad, siblings, all of those things. And my following have known for a long time that I've had a strained relationship with my biological family. Not to talk too much on the family, per se, but back in um, 2021... I had said, you know what, it's time to try this thing again where you get tight with your biological family, more specifically your biological mom. This is a video that I'm going to talk about at another day, but I just kind of want to throw this in here. Um, it's going to relate to why I'm so guarded in what I say. I tried it. And at first I thought it was going good, but it did not go well again. Here it is, my third, fourth attempt. Trying to make it right with my biological, and I wouldn't even say family, because let's take them out of it. I would just say parents, my biological parent, and it failed again. And I'm just like, damn. So in the midst of this relationship ending, you know, romantic one, the one that I was trying to build with my biological parent, it fails, right? But let me let let let's talk about something. So. had a major realization and the girls that get it are going to get it I had to realize that even during this time another part of my story was that I have a parent that's completely jealous of me and I did not really see that it took until this period of my life to really recognize that when I tell you my parent backstabbed the F out of me. Oh, my God. And when it happened, it was something that I wanted to talk about online. But I said, oh, no, you just tried to make it right with your family. And it didn't go right. But, no, you can't, you know, you still have some ties. People still follow you. So I was very guarded. But I had to realize, no, 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 this is your story. And you have always told your story online. Your story is what has helped people. Your story is what has opened doors for you. Because it's true, it's your story. And that's even me now, today, six months later. I'm going to tell y'all something. My parent backstabbed the mess out of me, man. And it's something I'll never, ever, ever go back to. 
And I can't wait to talk to you guys more about that. But it was another one of my problems that I was facing in my real life that was affecting how I show up online because I was, I, I don't talk about it. I, I be quiet. And I've never in my life told myself, I, I, when it came to my real life experiences. So I had to pull away from everything that I had going on online and really sit in solitude and really figure out what's going on here. Having my time with God, really figuring out what's happening in my life. See, I had to realize something that I was holding on to people that was not meant to be part of my story for a long time. And as bad as I wanted to keep relationships around, and you might can relate to this, as bad as you want to be with somebody, whether romantically or want to be friends with somebody or even keep a family member around, if it's not meant, it's not meant. No matter who you want to be with, that don't mean who you, that's who you're supposed to be with. It don't mean that. No matter who you want to be friends with, don't mean that's who you're supposed to be friends with. No matter if that's your mom or your dad, don't mean that you owe them the same respect. I This is something we got to talk about, and we will on another podcast show, but I had to really go in solitude and really deal with all of these moments that was happening around me and give myself time to think I couldn't do it on social media. I couldn't do it on my podcast. Y'all know me. I'm a real authentic girl. So I had to pull away. And now I'm back. Finally got the vision. Finally see what, finally accepted where I am. Finally I'm in a space where I'm like, this is who I am. And this is what I want to do. And this is where I'm going. Finally. So I appreciate you guys for, I ain't getting out near one message. Nee, when is the podcast? I ain't getting out near one message. And I was so happy because I didn't need no messages like that. Understand something. I am very famous for starting something and then kind of like not going back to it. Not being consistent. Very famous. I'm an Aries Sun, Leo Moon, Taurus Rising. One is in one of my houses where I'm just, I'm just bad at that. Okay. But my podcast was something that I said, oh, I'm not just picking up, starting, and abandoning. Nah, this is something that is really my lane, and I love it here. Like, sitting here talking, I love it. So, I thank you guys for being patient with me. And, you know, I don't know if that was just the work of God or y'all just didn't care. But I'm so happy that I didn't get the messages saying, Nini, where are you? We miss you. Give us another podcast. Like, I needed the time. And as you see, and you will see, things are going to be different on my podcast. This is my space, you know. I am here to help people just kind of heal themselves via your own insight, via my own personal stories and dropping my little gems, you know. And I can't wait for that. My goal for my podcast is I want to have more people than just me. For years, you guys have just heard me talk. I think it's now time to see me talk. You know, with others and just kind of bring other perspectives on here and really see how the healing works. A lot of my episodes won't be so deep, but it's about starting a conversation about shit that really matters. And I'm excited for that. So expect to see that on my podcast. I thank you guys so much for your patience. I hope that you really enjoy my episodes. And as I said in the beginning, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating. Please go leave me a comment. I really, really appreciate it. You know, it's so surreal when I go to Apple Podcasts and I see people say, I've been watching her for years. This podcast is amazing. It's like, this is really the start of something that I'm really keeping going and 
people are really reviewing my podcast on Apple. Like, what the fuck? This is not one of those situations where I just pick it up, pick it up and put it down. No. This is something that I really have a vision for. So, I'm so excited for it. So, please go review it. Stick around. Every New episodes every Tuesday at 7 p.m. If you want to see more of me, okay, and I urge you to, come follow me on Instagram at Nini Tanay. Come check me out on Instagram, girl. My stories is where it's at. I'm very informative, very helpful. I'm always looking good on there, but that's where you get direct access to me. Um, also, the podcast have an Instagram page at Herden Hill Podcast. Well, at first I had a vision for it, but that's just too much for me to manage. So you'll just see a lot of gym drops on there, a lot of gym drops in the comments of the week. And that's kind of how I want to manage that page. I don't want to take on too many things at one time. I'm going to announce something huge that's going to be a big part into the start of my career. And I can't wait to tell y'all about it because, oh, it's a new chapter in my life, y'all. And for a long time, I've been talking to you guys about what I want to do with my life, what I want to do. And God has put me in a space, in a new chapter where I am executing and becoming her. So I can't wait to announce that and drop that to you guys. So please stay tuned. I sat here for a nice little while kind of talking, but it was so many updates to give. Tell me in the comments, how do you like this? You like my lights? You like my setup? Like, it's beautiful. It's such a vibe in here. Um, how do you like it? I can't wait to show you guys what's coming up next and, you know, stick around for the podcast. That's all I can tell you. You know, we are here. We are raw. We are authentic. Okay. I got to figure out my intro and we'll figure it out. I like my little stay in, but we got to figure out, really define this podcast. Anywho, that's enough of my updates. Just know your girl is transforming, but you'll see me here every Tuesday dropping my gems, girl. Okay. I'm doing much better in six months, man. It's been six months. <laughs> you know, I'm, I've been saying for six months girl like who am I (laughs) but anywho I love y'all I will see y'all soon and we'll talk soon take care of yourself bye